Welcome back to the Grow Down Podcast, John Langness. Glad you're joining us. Glad to be back again. We have had two nice long conversations about grace and mercy, and now we're going to have the third conversation in the first quartet in the trilogy of quartets. Um, So, John, today we're going to be talking about truth, and I'm going to say this. I am not a philosopher. I didn't major in philosophy. Uh, I've taken a couple of courses, but this will not be a extensive deep dive into truth. There's great resources available out there for that, um, but we're going to be definitely asking some questions, um, talking about how our world views truth currently, what the Bible says about truth, what Jesus says about truth. So to start, John, um, like toward the end of Jesus' life, right, as he's been arrested and before he's crucified, Pontius Pilate asks the question uh, that's kind of the fundamental question of this conversation, and that is, what is truth? You know, some people would say that this is philosophy at its finest. Do you have a simple answer, a quick answer for that question of what is truth? Uh I would simply just say truth is reality Uh, and just kind of leave it at that. Okay. Truth is reality. I like that. I was expecting, I was expecting some other longer answer, but man, that's, that's a short and sweet answer. I love it. Yeah. I am to please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. That's so much simpler that yeah. Truth is reality. Um, at one time, Jesus also, he called himself the truth uh, in the Gospel of John. There's about, is it seven or eight different statements Jesus makes? I am, and mm-hmm. he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. If we were to take that definition, do you think that still works? If we were to say, change it to Jesus saying, I am the way, I am the reality, and I am the life. Does that still fit your definition of truth? I think so. Uh, maybe you could say Jesus is the real deal <laughs> if you He's want to real put it deal. that way. Yeah. yeah. The truth is the real deal. Yeah. Uh, and then the Apostle Paul, he wrote to the Roman Christians, and it's a common, we hear, we hear this phrase in churches, but he's pointing out that people exchanged the truth of the gospel for a lie. Uh, They exchanged the reality of the good news of who Jesus is and what he did for a lie. Um, So jumping into it, is there is there truth? Is there actual reality? Is there absolute truth? What do you think of that? Uh, I'd say absolutely. Absolutely. And why would you say that? There has to be. Uh, If there isn't truth. What do we do in sending our kids to school? Uh, that could be a question. If there isn't truth, how can we know anything? Or is everything just, a, I don't know, is, is everything just an illusion? And that's a, <laughs> there's a big philosophical question for, for the philosophers to figure out. Um, but I think just for everyday people, there has to be a standard of truth. Um, mm-hmm. I think there is a one 
Christian apologetic apologetist. Is that what apologetician? Whatever you call him, whoever he was, uh, he went to visit Ohio State, and he was going to do a speaking event there. And someone was driving him around and wanted to show him this great new building, which was a, a postmodern building. Postmodernism rejects this idea that there is an absolute truth. And so this building, the concept behind it is this building has no purpose. It's got staircases leading to nowhere. Um, random walls, all this different crazy stuff. And, and the guy turned to, to his tour guide and said, but did they do that with a foundation? Again, pointing out, you have to build it upon something. You can't yeah. just uh, willy-nilly some building or wish some building into existence and expect it to stand um, unless it's built on a solid and firm foundation, a foundation of reality. Yeah, so the, the actual foundation brings about the definition of truth or the proof for truth. But there has yeah. to be something that you base base whatever you're building on, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, man, you used the term postmodern. And later down in my notes, I actually have a, a statement that says the world we live in is postmodern postmodern mm -hmm. right so rather than just rejecting absolute truth the world is really emphasizing or affirming relative truth rather than absolute truth right so the default way of thinking is that there is no absolute truth but what's true for me might be different than what's true for you so do mm -hmm. you, can that be true? Um, I know we're saying true and truth a lot, but can that be true? Um, that what is true for you could be different than what's true for me? I, I think it, that kind of depends on what you're talking about. Um, okay. Yeah. If you're, if you're dealing with a perspective issue. So if we were to stand face to face and I heard this or read this analogy, um, yesterday on Facebook or two days ago or something like that. But if you and I were to stand face to face, looking down at the ground, a number on the ground, I see a six, you see a nine. You tell me, what is it? What's, what's truly there? Um, it's, there's a number that's there. I see a six, you see a nine. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, we're adamant because this is, we can see exactly what it is. So in, in that aspect, I think we can perceive the truth differently. There's not a six and a nine there. There's one number that's there. Um, so I, I don't know if that answers the question or not. Um, but yeah, no matter what we're, what we think it is, it doesn't change the reality of what it is. But yeah. what's there is there. Yeah, and it could be, the same thing could be with a letter, right? It could be a, a W from my perspective or an M from your perspective. Yeah, or a really wonky E. Or a really wonky E, yeah. Um, I think that's such a helpful way to answer that question because I, I run into it all the time with teenagers, um, with neighbors, you know, like, well, that's true for you, but not for me, you know. But I think the mm -hmm. helpful thing as a follower of Jesus is can can I 
come alongside you and see it from your perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. That's super helpful to get anywhere in life. And I would say more often than not in our world, particularly on the world of Facebook, that doesn't (laughs) happen. People don't take the time to come alongside and look at something from someone else's perspective. Um, Yeah. And sometimes there are those things on Facebook, like, what was it, a gold dress or a blue dress or something like that, that maybe 10 years ago had the world divided? Yeah. And All those it different has to things. It's the cones and rods in your eye, right, on what you see, right, or if yeah. it's got stripes or not. Yeah. But yeah, uh-huh. that, that perspective um, is a huge deal. Perspective with foundation, I think, is how we can help how we can start to discover what is actual truth in the world. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Grow Down Podcast. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road that leads to new life. Better slow down, don't dance so fast. The time is short now, the music won't... You better slow down, don't dance so fast The time is short now, the music won't, the music won't You better slow down This is the Grow Down Podcast, conversations while following Jesus on the old road that leads to new life. I'm your host, Tim Herset. This year on the Grow Down Podcast, we will continue with a quartet of trilogies. There will be four separate conversations while following Jesus that are going to explore different words, concepts, ideas, and images that we all encounter on the old road that leads to new life. Our hope and prayer is that while you have accepted Jesus as your Lord, you would continue to follow him, that you would let your roots grow down into him, and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. The music won't last